Hey guys, welcome to the shit show of my 20s. I'm so excited that you guys are here. My name's Sophia. I started this podcast in the beginning of April and I got furloughed at the end of March. And quite honestly, it was so hard for me to comprehend and deal with that. I was like, I have two choices right now. I can start the podcast that I've always wanted to start or I can let this really deter me and start emotional eating and just sit on the couch and do nothing. And I decided to go with the first choice. And I'm so glad that I did because I've got to meet so many inspiring people from all over the world. And I hope that you guys see yourselves in some of these stories because I've just been having so much fun. This has been lighting me up so much. And I'm really glad that I put myself out there and decided to start it. You know, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to start it. And I'm so glad that I just did that. And I know as an introvert, it's been pretty hard to like put myself out there, talk in front of a camera, talk to all these people I don't know. But I feel like this has been such a growing experience for me. And I feel like I need to share that with you guys because maybe there's something in your life that excites you but kind of scares you at the same time. And maybe it's time to step into that. Today's guest is Natasha. We talk about her journey, how she got into PR, when's a good time to get a publicist, what to do if you can't hire one, tips for doing PR on your own, and so much more. So let's get started. Sure. Yes, ready. Okay. Awesome. So thank you so much, Natasha, for joining me. I'm so excited to hear about your journey and what your story has been like so far. So tell me about your journey, different career changes you've had. How'd you get to the place you're at right now? Thanks, Sophia. Yes, let's dive in. So how did you get to the place you're at right now? And what career changes have you had before? Okay, uh, let's do career changes, I guess. So uh, a career, uh, I started a career at like a age of 15. <laughs> I uh, went to a local newspaper and I told them that like uh, hey I want to write for you and then I ended up doing like um, a school of young journalists uh, and it kind of like so um, where I'm from in Russia and Siberia you get into university at the age of 17 so it was pretty much like two years before the university I um, uh uh, I started uh, be, like writing and publishing as a journalist and I started getting paid for it and <laughs> it's like I guess it's a quite a quite a strange uh, situation when uh, by the time I was enrolling in a journalism major I was already I would already spent uh, two years uh, getting paid for being a journalist of course very little at that point but still you know I consider it a career change and that led to the fact that um like when did I graduate I think I graduated 21 uh but by around 20 age of 20 I was kind of um disappointed at the in the field and also like even before graduating I already had like uh, five years of professional experience and I was like mm, okay no I'm kind of done with it so that left me at the age of 21 uh, with five years of experience as a journalist a diploma as a journalist 
a disappointment in the profession and you know I wonder of uh, what am I gonna do so uh, what I did was uh, go travel and I spent a couple of years uh, volunteering around the world uh, I did um, a year in, in Eastern Europe I went right after university I went living in um, Serbia in Belgrade uh, which is like each of this you know each of this travel stories is a little story on its own and after that I spent another year um, also volunteering uh, in um, uh, Central America in Costa Rica uh, learning Spanish and then yeah and by that you know by the time that was over I was kind of so deep into just this uh, living abroad and living in into like international communities lifestyle that I didn't even think of like going back to my country and getting a job there so what I ended up doing is getting a job in an international publishing company called Mind Valley and by that time of course I didn't care at all of like you know where in the world the office is gonna be I'm like anything literally anything to do and the office, uh, office happened to be in Malaysia which I knew nothing about <laughs> the point and I ended up uh, living and working there for five years which um, yeah uh, after that um, I, like the company the company was working in this uh, field of personal development meditation um, I was doing marketing for uh, the pro programs on personal growth and fitness and that's something like this really close to my heart uh, I love uh, see people grow and I love uh, you know to make a contribution into this so uh, by the time that was uh, sort of done I kind of connected all the dots and my career as a journalist and you know uh, experience volunteering in the different countries and connecting to different people uh, as well as a marketing experience in the like, particular personal growth field and uh, connecting all the dots I decided to turn it into a PR services and that was how I um, started doing what I'm doing right now which is running a PR agency uh, PR agency for personal growth leaders, uh, health and wellness influencers, just helping people to spread exciting ideas, enlightening ideas, ideas of, you know, getting, uh, of being better at, uh, you know, in your mental, spiritual, physical states. And um, uh, that's something that's really close to my heart. And uh, I love um, bringing those ideas to the mainstream so that's in a nutshell <laughs> awesome and it was mind valley was that your introduction to personal development or were you already into personal development that's a good question uh that's also a lifelong story for me i i was i believe i was already into it because uh i was born in a family of two psychologists uh so my dad is a, a family psychologist my mom is a psychoanalyst so um 
in a way, yeah, I was always familiar. I always spent, you know, time with them, with their colleagues. I was, I was I would spend time reading their books. I like read Freud and Jung and all the classics at like age of 12, probably. Um, so <laughs> there was a, you know, fair bit of, uh, fair bit of understanding. And I think like the most important thing is uh, just the belief, right? That like, uh, growing up in the way I grew up um, gave me this um, like fundamental belief in life that if anything in your life isn't working, it's most likely that you are the problem. <laughs> and that kind of been my gateway into the world of personal development. And what made you decide to go into journalism at 15? Mm. Oh my God. So I'm a very curious person. <laughs> and uh, what happened is uh, like, that's, that's a time, right? When you start questioning of you know, like, what are you, you going to do in life? What are you going to do after the, you know, after the school is over? And I just couldn't imagine myself like dedicating time to like, one thing you know day in and day out I couldn't imagine that like I would be, be doing something one like because I have like multiple curiosities and interests and then I don't really remember how it came about uh like how I first got an idea but I really remember this thought I was like mm, I can be a journalist this way I can you know today I can write about one thing tomorrow I will be writing about another thing and I can always keep you know exploring new stuff instead of just uh dedicating uh dedicating uh you know like diving into like into one one field like biology or math or physics because you know that's that's how your mind works right at a, at a school you think in terms of the subjects uh, mm, i can always be you know like today i can be talking to a fashion designer and tomorrow i can be uh, talking to a fundamental physicist and you know i make career out of talking to different people and so yeah to to a certain degree right now it is a career of talking to different people however yeah i do have a field of focus right now uh which uh, you know the job is still around talking and making a connection but yeah i did make uh, did make a focus around the uh, personal development fitness wellness health nutrition because also the ideas i deeply believe in and i deeply believe that there should be more of knowledge about these areas in the world and do you have a favorite article that you've written do i have a favorite like it's always the latest one <laughs> so that's how it goes uh i yeah uh, so just a couple of days ago, I published um, an article, like a personal story about one of my clients, uh, about her story of transformation from like a, being a um, health, uh, no, from being a corporate lawyer to becoming a mom of three and becoming a health and performance um, coach. And right now, this is the first, uh, first, uh, favorite article, but it's always like this. It's always the latest one that came out. Do you have a favorite place that you've traveled to? Um, they're like, everything is really special in a way. Uh, right now, 
uh, because I spent this year in Costa Rica at the age of probably 22, uh, and I haven't been in Latin America uh, ever since except for like a very short visit. Uh, so that's why right now the uh, Costa Rica and Latin America is like quite a, uh, quite a warm place in my heart. And that was like also, like right now I live in Spain. That's back then, back there in Costa Rica. That was where I somehow by some miracle learned Spanish. I really don't know how, how I learned it. Like all I had was like one book from a library and uh, the Google translations of Shakira songs. And <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I like right now, especially, you know, as we are not allowed to travel and like you always think of like, oh, you know, what, what would be the place that you'd go to? I'd really love, love to go back to Latin America, uh, beyond Costa Rica as well, and to explore more of them, actually the Southern American continent. And what places would you recommend for someone who's never been outside of the U.S. before? God, um, what place would I recommend? Like, uh, I wouldn't say there is a particular place to go. I would say it's more of a, the style of your traveling. Uh, you know, if you go on a one week vacation uh, and you just be a tourist, you know, it's it's pretty much gonna be like you know, it's gonna be a similar experience anywhere in the world. But wherever you go, if you are able to give it a little bit more of your time than just you know one or two weeks, if you are able to uh, you know spend in one place uh, amount of time till the that it's like you know you are forced to face the local culture you know you are forced to go outside of the tourist route and you know get properly uncomfortable with the country because when you're somewhere for a while uh, uh, it does get it does get uncomfortable but that's where I believe you grow the most in the you know getting grinded you know uh, with the culture and uh, you know getting a little bit uh, you know broken your life perception of life and the world and kind of rebuilt again that's you know that's where yeah, that's where the beauty is gonna be so you know anywhere anywhere in the world uh, anywhere in the world would do but you know that's it's gotta be at least uh, two or three months you know at least uh, you know, in the summer so you can really make some local friends and uh, you know really feel like you live in the place and do you have any crazy travel stories <laughs> okay um let's see i guess I'll, like well, what would what would be your what would be your idea of crazy i don't know just like anything that stands out to you Okay, uh, let's do let's do the first uh, first uh, travel abroad ever. Uh, so here is the thing: I never left. Uh, I never left my uh, my city until I was eighteen. And uh, at eighteen, I took the plane and I flew to New York. And uh, mind me, my level of English was 
you know, <laughs> nowhere near, <laughs> nowhere near that it is now. Uh, and uh, it was also 2007, so uh, there were there were no smartphones at that point, <laughs> uh, which makes it all like uh, way more crazy. And uh, I like now thinking back, I really have no idea how it all happened because there was some service that was meant to meet me at the airport nothing obviously ever happened. I kind of somehow figured out how to go from the airport to the uh, New York Central, like a bus station uh, where uh, uh, where I would be like trying to buy tickets to my destination, uh, to my destination town, like a town in New Jersey. And um, I remember to that point, uh, the woman being like, I'd be like, want to get to that city place, that town place. And she would be like, what? speak English please and I was so embarrassed because people literally did not understand my English and then that bus which was there like in the middle in the middle of the night and uh, you know like when you don't have a smartphone like it's a whole different thing you know when you don't have a smartphone you don't have a smartphone you like somehow are meant to like look out of the window like in a country you've never been to like uh, understand when you're in like a particular town and uh, luckily I think someone told me when the town came up and uh, but then this part I really have no idea how it happened because I was uh, like you know I like got out of the bus at uh, maybe around like 11 p.m. Uh, in the city I've never been to and all I had was like a printout a paper uh, with a picture of a house so uh, it was like over like it was probably like a 12 years ago no 13 years ago 2007 uh so i do not remember how i made it to the house but what i remember is like all i had is uh all i had is uh the printout like paper picture of of that house uh where i was where i was meant to stay it was not like a hotel or anything it was just like a house that this guy was renting to like a student who, students who came for the summer so yeah, <laughs> that's where all the rest of the uh, travel stories started out, I think. And how would you explain PR? What is PR? Mm -hmm. All right, uh, PR uh, is whatever people say about you, uh, if it's a personal PR, is whatever people say about you after you leave the room. Whether they say like, oh, you know, she's so good and that and that. Or they're like, oh my God, she's always like being so negative. Or, you know, or like, oh, she's like, oh, you know, like I would love to like upgrade my style. You know, like the way that, you know, she has her style together. So like whatever is that impression that people have uh, about you when you are not around, um, that's, um, that's sort of the, that's sort of the, yeah, your your PR, but also on another level, PR, uh, like more on the business level, it's your relate like it's it's in the term right. Uh, you have public relationships, and it's it's a relationship, right? It's uh, the uh, relationship that your business has with different businesses, entities, influencers, uh, which you know which play beneficially to 
your image to your level to the level of awareness to the you know the um to the level of awareness about you and your product and your offers so yeah the core the very core uh, uh portion here is your the perception of you or your business and the kind of relationships that you know that bring out those um those uh, perceptions uh because also you know sometimes if you we go back to the idea of like uh what do people say about you when you leave the room there's also those who don't get talked about when they leave the room right and this is also a level of your public relationship right like uh, if you are the kind of person that stands out and people admire your style or even if they say oh you, like you know she's so negative it is a, some sort of a perception but there is also like a situation when you leave the room and there is no one who like mentions something about you so that's that's another that's another level of uh, your public relations and how do you know when you need a publicist When's like a good time? Okay, so I think in a modern world, uh, okay, this is a different thing, but when you need a publicist and when you need, when you need a PR, uh, somehow in a modern world, I believe everyone does need PR. Uh, just because uh just because the majority of our life is spent online just like any any business any business needs uh, relationships and uh because that's how you grow you grow by establishing relationships with you know different businesses different entities different influencers and that's how you like uh progress uh ahead and ahead so I like even if you're if it's your day one of business like your client is coming from your relationships when you exhausted your you know your like immediate circle uh I even you know having worked in both in marketing and PR I even believe that uh your public relationship is even uh comes uh comes uh sometimes first be before the uh, before the marketing like you know all the all the businesses that like at some initial stage get business to get clients through the word of mouth if there is a word of mouth going around you that's your pr if there is no word of mouth that you know that means you need to be investing time into uh generating those uh building their relationships so there is a word of mouth and when you need a publicist uh, two different stages i would say uh which also correlates to the two different types of um uh, clients that i work with uh so some clients that i work with um uh, need a publicist uh, because uh, their marketing, uh, their marketing operations uh, reached a certain cap. Um, so they would be, you know, engaging all the marketing channels, social media, advertising, the SEO, and there is just they just need this big differentiator, you know. Because Nowadays, everyone can, you know, everyone can spend dollars on Facebook. Everyone can, uh, you know, do the, optimize their website. Everyone can uh, post, uh, post, post on YouTube. And, uh, but uh, not everyone gets quoted in media. Not everyone gets uh, quoted as, a, as an expert. Not everyone gets interviewed. So uh, this is one type of people who need a publicist when they are ready to uh, add like a big competitive advantage to their marketing. Uh, and those are usually like very uh, kind of like established um, established uh, businesses uh, established entrepreneurs 
but there is also a different um, stage, uh, and this is more uh, personal than business. I feel like uh, I work with also a lot of people who are just beginning their journey. I work with um, a lot of coaches, uh, therapists, uh, people who like authors who write the books, uh, people who teach uh, like one on one and teach like different group classes on uh, different topics around health and wellness and uh what i find is like at the beginning stages um there is also sometimes uh a great benefit and having a publicist uh somehow for people it's not very uh familiar and convenient to speak about themselves Almost everyone I met, no matter their level of success, uh, there is a little bit of shyness. There is a little bit of like, mm, you know, what I whatever I do is just like everyone does it. Everyone knows it. There is a little bit of like, it's a very common thing of like a little bit downplaying yourself. And that's what I love the most about the work that I do, that uh, I get like, I get to meet someone really exciting and then tell everyone, hey, look at her, you know. Her stuff is amazing. She's amazing. But that's um, uh, so in this uh, in this way, more like on a personal level, some uh, very early stage businesses, I feel like also can really, really benefit from a publicist because it's kind of like your uh, strong, like really powerful cheerleader who gonna just you know jump around and bring everyone else to like uh see the the greatness that's you kind of maybe downplaying in yourself and what tips do you have for someone who can't necessarily afford to get pr yet what would you suggest to them okay um the the world of uh, online networking is uh, um, it's actually really uh, something really uh, uh, in interesting to look into. Uh, just you know, just uh, think of yourself walking into the um, into the conference room, uh, like you know, full of people you don't know. Uh, like treat your LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, or whatever your social network is. Uh, uh, in the same way, like, you know, a lot of people treat it in the way that like, okay, all this only thing that I would do is I'm gonna make posts, right? And I'll hope that like everyone else will come and react to this. You don't act like this when you're in a room full of people, you like, maybe you're shy for a while, but then you go out and you introduce yourself. And you listen to the people and you, uh, you know, you tell them about, you know, what, what you admired and uh, what they say. And you look for the entry point to make the connection. So that would be my primary advice. Uh, start uh, properly networking around. So like it's, uh, you know, it's really surprising how far the little effort of reaching out to someone goes and appreciating uh someone and uh, you know like especially people in people in your area um how uh you know how 
deep of a connection you can you can make by just engaging into a conversation and those are your first steps to you know building your own PR is uh, building fostering the connections in your community in your you know in your area either with you know either with and not only with people who are like you know potentially potentially a transactional relationship but uh, with people who are just like genuinely on the same mission uh, those are those are your uh, deep and valuable connections so yeah building a building a relationship with no transactional value in mind uh, that's uh, the step that's going to take you the long way here and what are some of your favorite projects that you've worked on My favorite projects. Um, let me think about it. I'm like I'm very I'm very excited. I'm very like I get very excited about uh, like all all the people that like that's that's advantage of my job, right? Like I I work with people uh, who I find really exciting. Um, Like what we do, we uh, me and my team, uh, we take uh, we take a person. It's always we always work with personal brands, uh, and uh, we uh, work with um, with their publicity. We like find a chance for them to do interviews. We get them featured in the magazines. We get them uh, sometimes featured on a radio or a TV, and uh, we kind of get really excited about like uh, every every particular topic. Uh, so. Um, and yeah i find i find them like pretty equally exciting whether it is uh you know very uh beginning stage of a beginning stage of a business or it's uh the um uh, higher higher level uh those who just need to take uh, themselves in their expert level to the to the next stage uh one really like uh one of uh, my really favorite clients uh, in her teaching is marisa peer the british hypnotherapist uh she's amazing uh just you know just as a person <laughs> uh, she's also partially uh responsible for uh, uh for my own personal like uh, for my happiness and in the personal life for like you know getting me connected with my partner but that's like a whole different story uh but she also is uh, a client and uh, you know it's it's quite magical what she does like she does the hypnotherapy from you know one-on-one to also big uh big groups and uh she has this one like a uh, beautiful fundamental message um teaching people you are enough and uh, we done a lot of different things with her uh from different podcast interviews to the um to the radio and uh, publications and there was a really like cool moment when she was also on the um on the national tv uh, on today's show and <laughs> there is like a really nice thing that she does when she uh takes uh, takes out her lipstick and she writes i am enough on the mirror and there she like she was there on the today show um in their studio with her lipstick writing i am enough on, on their on their wall or mirror so it was a really nice one and how did you meet her how did i meet her um this is a, a 
like a big network of a contact uh, back uh, from uh, when I worked in Mind Valley. Uh, I attend their events every single um, summer, minus the summer, <laughs> because the events have been canceled. So uh, yeah, through through one of those uh, summer events by the Mind Valley team. So I haven't actually I haven't actually met her uh, while working at Mind Valley even though I think my team did run uh, the marketing for her courses, but we haven't met personally uh, back then. But uh, later on, when I already left the company and just came uh, to attend one of their uh, one of their events, they're called Mind Valley Universities. Uh, there I met her and her husband and we decided to work together. How did you meet your partner? How did I meet my partner? Um, uh, we both has been um, through a, a hypnosis session. Uh, first, it was him uh, somewhere in April. Uh, uh, he went through a hypnosis session with one of uh, Marisa's uh, students. Uh, and uh, the hypnosis session was focusing on, you know, on finding uh, the right person to build a relationship with to like overcome his commitment issues. And uh, three, um, so he had the session and then, you know, nothing happened much. Three months down the line, uh, I had a, a hypnotherapist session with the same, with the same therapist, with the same girl who was a student of Marisa Peer. Uh, we met and she offered to do it for me. And I was, um, uh, I was, uh, I wanted to do a session on a very similar topic. I wanted to find uh, a right person and the right partner and a little bit of the you know the fear of getting into uh, into a committed relationships and um, what happened is uh, after my session I think uh, maybe like two weeks after uh, there was a party uh, we ran into each other uh, we met we were like really instantly connected and on probably like in the next two days we found out that both of us has been through this hypnotherapy session. Both of us had done it through the same uh, to the same person with the same person with the same therapist, and both uh, and uh, not only that, both of us had it on the same topic, and also like ever since uh, this girl, her name is Mariana. Ever since uh, she uh, became a therapist, she only done two sessions. He he was her client number one. I was <laughs> I was her client number two and um, what uh, in and now it's like been three years for together. And do you feel like that session really helped you? Absolutely, yeah. I'm not sure how it works, but yeah, I think a lot of things have uh, shifted from the moment of that session. That's like a, another big advantage of, uh, you know, working with uh, personal growth, um, you know, the top of the personal growth uh, practitioners, because I always get to learn from them. I always get to, you know, uh, learn and experience uh, their teachings, you know, and apply it to my own personal life. And what is something lighting you up right now? Lighting me up. Yeah, okay, I love this question. Uh, it's actually uh, really interesting because uh, me and you, we talk a little bit of like, uh, of a journey 
and uh, how like at the age of 20 I was like okay I'm disappointed at uh, career as a journalist and uh, I'm not gonna write again uh, so what I find myself uh, in some way coming back to um, to the love of writing, uh, to something that uh, that I was passionate about at the age of fifteen. Of course, it's in different shapes and forms, uh, different language, different uh, type of uh, you know type of media, and you know different, very different um, stage of the world of the media uh, in this point of time. But yeah, I'm. Um, Kind of finding myself being excited about the same thing that I was excited uh, way before, which is uh, sitting down with someone, listening to their life story, and writing it down. So you asked me about what's uh, what's a favorite article. That was uh, this uh, article that I published about uh, one of my clients, like her kind of uh, profile, profile story, uh, her journey, and that's what I'm excited about right now. Uh, meeting more people, sitting down with them, and writing this um, stories of transformation. So um, this uh, kind of parallel journey to the uh, work at the agency uh, is uh, this um, work as a freelance writer, which I feel I'm just like taking tiny little first steps uh, this year. But that's something that I'm really excited about. What is something most people don't know about you? Most people don't know about me. Um, so I think uh, people uh, tend to uh, see me as uh, like people tend to see uh, as like a being a kind of a chatty and communicative. Uh, kind of person comes to me quite easily <laughs> but that's also like um I don't know maybe it's a learned skill uh because uh even when we were talking back about my beginning of a career as a journalist uh I remember being mega shy uh, I remember having uh, at the age of like 15 or 16 uh, I decided to like write an article about the local boys band uh, which were kind of cool and they were all like uh, quite a bit older than me so I remember I was like rolling on the floor of how afraid I was to like pick up the phone and call them and then throughout you know throughout the life there were so many of um, different stages like this uh, when for some reason I felt that oh you know uh the people that I'm about to speak with are so cool I'm, I'm definitely not as cool as they are <laughs> so, but somehow by just you know curiosity and by placing myself in the space where like it becomes my job to speak with them uh I somehow learned to speak with you know um, any 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 kind of people on any kind of levels and um so now in very social situations uh i guess i being perceived as a uh very very extroverted and very kind of like very easy easy social uh but i think most people don't know that it's not a default state it's something that now flows really easily but something that i had learned had to learn along the way. And what's the biggest challenge you've had to overcome? In life. That's like really big. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
like biggest challenge in life. I don't know, there is all like, there is always different challenge in different stage, no? Gotta think. Like, uh, is it all right if it's like not related? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it could be any. But, yeah, um, I think uh, what I, uh, I always been really good in expressing my positive emotions and sharing happiness, but I used to completely shut down when it comes to negative emotions. I used to not be able to share it with anyone even the closest people who i know would really care and would really you know really want to help me out uh in uh, you know living through some negative emotions uh so i wouldn't be able to cry at all like and now as i am able to do it i understand how much of a, you know how much of a gift it is to be able to just let go by whipping for for 15 minutes uh and i wouldn't be able to you know when something would be bothering me i wouldn't be able to share it with anyone you know the closest friend the, the boyfriend the partner uh it just wouldn't come out and it took me like a really really solid chunk of time like I would really say that, you know, from the from the point of being aware that you know this is something that's not working with me to the point of just informing everyone like, hey, that's how I am. You know, I I you know just uh, I just don't speak about things when they are not good to to the point that now I'm able to like actually really uh, honestly communicate and honestly share my emotions including the negative one i i really think that's uh, one of the biggest things and what is something you're manifesting right now to grow the business <laughs> yeah i'm really i'm really on to you know uh I'm really excited about it. I really, um, you know, um, it's it's working and it's growing and it's been growing for three years. Uh, and uh, the team, like, uh, I'm excited to grow a team right now and uh, to hire new people. And I don't know, it's just so all, like, all of it is such a fun little adventure. I'm like, whoa, okay. You know, let's see how how far I can take this thing. Uh, I kind of you know like to challenge myself as a as a creator in this case. Yeah. And what advice would you give your twenty year old self? You know what? Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna take it a little bit out out of your format, but. Uh, Somehow I find it uh, working other way around. I, I really love my diaries and I really love the things that I used to write, you know, at different stages of my life. And I almost feel as is my today self need to take advice from my 20 year old self. I really think like at 20, I did like, I did it all right and maybe, today was uh, like a little bit more thinking of like you know responsibilities and uh forcing myself to like oh you know what do i do to actually be successful and da 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 like maybe i kind of starting to forget how my 20 year old self used to used to approach life so 
at any day, I would rather take advice from my 20-year-old self than, than advise anything to her now. I think she really did things right. And what would she tell you to do? What advice would she give you? She would uh, just do um, really, really going for it, you know, really going for, really going for the dreams, not really uh, evaluating it in terms of doesn't bring you money, doesn't bring you success, you know, does it uh, make you feel like you achieved uh you know, achieved the goals that you're supposed to achieve by, you know, by the certain age. Uh, it was just like, okay, this sounds exciting. Let's do this. <laughs> so yeah, the the advice that she would give, her, like, yeah, do it if it sounds exciting, not uh, for any other reason. Are there any questions that you wish I would have asked you? Mm. No, I don't know. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Sophia. Where can people connect with you? Um, I have a website and a bunch of social media pages. <laughs> so I guess the website is the easiest uh, place to go to. Uh, I have natashazo.com and Natasha is like spelled this S-H. Zo is spelled this Z-O, like zoo, but just with one O. Um, natashazo.com and yeah people can um, like, uh, find the links to my social media there people can uh, uh, book a call uh, whether it's uh, you know whether they have a personal story that they think is worth writing about or they want to discover a little bit more about their uh, you know talk about their personal brand and whether they're their personal brand is ready for publicity uh, or you know any of this any of these topics or conversations so there's uh, on my website you can always uh, make a booking and book a call and I'd love to connect with anyone awesome thank you guys so much for listening I'd love if you can leave me a review on iTunes please feel free to share it with any friends you think the story would resonate with I hope you guys have a great rest of your day